Van D, a dynamic leader with decades of experience building companies and crushing sales. He's been there and done that. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, my name is Van D. Inspiring audiences across the country to do it too. Here's Van. Well, welcome everybody to the Van D podcast. I'm super excited with this podcast today because I always love talking about keys to running a successful business. And I learned from talking to successful business people. And ladies and gentlemen, in the studio with me today as one of the most successful people I know, and also a very good friend of mine, is John Magimelli with Creative Hair Design Salon and Spa. Hello, John. Hello, Mr. Van. How are you? I'm glad you're I call here. You, I call you Mr. Van. You can call mm, me Mr. Mr. Anything. And I'll answer. <laughs> so, so just so my audience knows, John is the owner of one of the largest and most successful salons and day spas in the country. Creative Hair Design Salon and Spa has been in business since 1982. Their hand-picked team of specialists started out in a 1,200-square-foot space and now has grown to over 15,000 square feet of a luxurious salon and spa. And what's really cool is their technicians are continually updating their artistic and technical skills with the latest knowledge and just helps them be experts. And John, I, I tell you, you've just, I remember when you had on your building, you had like a, just a section of it. And now you have the whole building. Yeah. Yeah, we just finished an addition onto that and remodeled, so now we're at eighteen thousand. Oh my feet. word! Let's so, go. so, so, tell me. I mean, it's it's recognized as one of the largest in the country, but is it? I mean, it's very unusual to have a facility that that size, isn't it? For like for Omaha, Nebraska, where we have about a million people in five counties. Yeah, is this one of the largest? I was told from uh, one of our suppliers that you know pretty much works the Midwest area that we're the largest freestanding salon from Chicago to Denver. Wow! In between, so My that's word. that's pretty good. The next biggest salons that I know are in Columbus, Ohio, where eighteen twenty thousand square feet. My gosh! Well, I've been a client of yours. Gosh, I want to say since the early nineties. When I was like one years old, I got my first haircut there. <laughs> we all know that's not true. But so one of the things is, is I always preach. I preach to people that you work so hard for your money, only give business to people that are not only good at what they do, but they're deserving and they're good humans. And I've kept that. It's like doing business with Pat Safford at Parkville Media. I, I could go to any media place to do my podcast, but I do it with Pat and Jill because they're incredibly great humans as well. Can I, can I get a discount on that on my podcast, by the way? No, sorry. <laughs> I'm very sincere, and Pat, and Pat knows it. We're not that good of people. <laughs> <laughs> but so I like coming to creative because it, it's just a great in, environment. That culture that you created didn't happen overnight. And it's not just like you come in in the morning and say, everybody be happy. You know, right. it's something that you had to work with. Can you touch a little bit on about culture and how important that is in a business? Oh, yeah, that's pretty tough. I mean, the culture of the business is, um, you know, that 
I will try to treat everybody like they expect to be treated. And I don't expect anything out of them that I won't do myself. So if that means I'm answering the phone to help them or if I'm folding towels with some of our technicians that just came out of school or if I'm helping a designer, you know, she's running behind, you know, that's what it takes. So um, I treat people with the dignity and the honesty and the loyalty and the integrity that they, they really expect. Um, so we try to create an experience just for them as well as it is for our clients. So if I teach, take care of the technicians and I take care of the designers and the front staff and everybody else, they're going to take care of my customers. So that's why you and I really, you know, we talk a lot about uh, motivational books. We talk about seminars. We talk about a lot of that stuff. You and I have so much in common because you lead by example. Exactly. And that's, that's believe it or not, John, I don't want to date us, but that's old fashioned. Yeah. Leading by example, because I deal with so many young buck entrepreneurs and God bless them. I hope we keep getting more entrepreneurs out there every day, but a lot of them want the steak without, you know, without eating the hamburger first. They, they want the, they want the fame. They want the success, but they don't want to do all of the digging in the ditches. I love it when I drive by a restaurant and I see the owner outside sweeping off the front steps. And you're that guy. I mean, I'm using that as an example because right. I've seen you do that. Yep. And so when you do that with your staff and your employees and your team members, that makes them want to emulate what you're doing. They, they know that John's not just the owner here and he's not the big man on campus. You're digging in like they are. Right. Absolutely. And I think it makes them want to do the same. I hope so. Yeah, because <laughs> I've seen you folding towels. I mean, uh -huh. I've seen you doing all that Picking stuff. Picking up trash out in the garden. It's called leading by example. Yeah. And those are the, you know, it's like, it's like when, when I've uh, consulted people that want to open up a business or they want to open up a restaurant. I say, before you open up a restaurant, go be the busboy. Go be the dishwasher. Go do all these things. So when you do open up, you know, you'll know what you're doing. It's like using myself as an example. Uh, when I got in real estate, I worked for another real estate firm for 10 years mm -hmm. before I opened up my own company. I learned so much of what to do, but mostly I learned what not to do and how I wanted to be different. But that's leading by example. Right, right. And so, John, so I, I love coming into your establishment because the people are so darn friendly. And, you know, I, 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 I preach... Um, what Mary Kay Ash, the owner of Mary Kay Cosmetics, the founder uh, of this billion-dollar company, what Mary Kay Ash used to say, pretend everybody you meet has a, sound, a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm bringing that quote up from Mary Kay because that's how I feel when I walk into creative hair. I feel like I'm important. Um, they're just you know, very friendly and they're good people. Um, but John, I want to ask you this. And, you know, I've worked in real estate. The majority of the people in my company, when I had 350 agents, were females. And with us, we had a lot of men too, but not as many as females. In your company, and we talked before you came on today, you have 94, 94 females and no men. No men. You're the only man. I'm the only one. Do you feel like, <laughs> I mean, is it ever intimidating? I mean, because these are all basically, they're business owners. 
They're right. all independent. They're, I mean, they're, you know, they're working for creative hair design, but they're business owners too, you know? Right. Well, and I think like back to the culture is, is that they see what I have to go through. So that's why our longevity of our employees is just incredible. We have over 800 years of experience with the number Jeez. of designers that we have in the salon. We have people that have been girls that have been with us 39 years, My 30 word. years, 28 years, 16 years, and you know, everything in between. So we, our turnover is just extremely low, which is, this which is means some, our business grows. Exactly. When your turnover is low and that's something else, we have so many commonalities. My, I had fellow real estate companies saying, what's the magic sauce over at Deeb Realty? What are you guys doing over there where people don't quit? When our competitors, there it's a revolving door. And I would, I'd say there is no magic formula. We just treat people well. And they'd look at me like, what? Yeah, we treat we treat the people that work at this firm like they matter. I always had a problem with saying employee. Mm-hmm. I want to say team member because I don't. I never felt like that. Like they worked for me. They worked with me, and I see that's how it is at your company. Yeah, they work with you and not for you. Well, and like you come in, like I said, you come in to the salon for many services. You know, you can't put on a front or a show. This, this is the real show. Right. What you see is what you see, and it's like that every day. So I've always said, if you can't have fun and play at work, then why bother coming to work? I'm, I, and that's why you guys have done so well. i got to ask you this. So people, people have asked me in 1993 when I opened up Deeb Realty if I ever imagined it would grow to one of the largest real estate firms in the Midwest. When you opened up in 1982, did you ever imagine it was going to be this dynasty, this really huge operation with all these services that you offer? Absolutely. You, you did. So you had the vision. I had the vision. I had the goal that I wanted to have that, that size salon and I had, a, I wanted to have my own building. So yeah, it was, it's in my goals and it was on my dreams and, you know, and it just made it work. Well, uh, you know, you make a lot of people look good. People tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have, we I make mean, people look uh, good. We, we, we try, we try. You know, but it's just the staff is just, it's just fantastic. I mean, if I need anything or request anything, they're right there. But they know that I'm going to be right there for them, right. whatever they might need. If it's financial help or if it's emotional help or any kind of, we're there to help. You know, when I come into your place, I think about Walt Disney. Um, what he used to say is to make Walt Disney, his mission was, he wanted to make the experience of the client, of the customer, so magical that they wanted to come back again and again and again. And I really feel that way when I come into creative hair design, that you guys want our experience to be so good that we don't hesitate to want to come back again and again. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, that's kind of... That's that, the whole key. That's the ultimate. It's, it's you know... But here's, here's a philosophy that I know we both share is if we don't have happy people, we're not going to have happy clients. Exactly. And my goal as a business owner, and I encourage this when I go out and I, I'm an outside voice, John, you know, to a lot of companies. I've, I've given some nice uh, motivational speeches to your company several times over the years. And I'm an outside voice to a lot of people. And I encourage them that if you don't make your people feel like they're everything in the world, you can start tomorrow by being that person. And that's why you don't have turnover. It's because people feel like they're not at a place of employment. They're, they're at home. Right. 
And you want, you know, you want people to say, I get to go to work today, not I have to go to work. And that's a never ending process. We as business leaders and owners of companies, we need to constantly keep that at the forefront. Isn't that correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I know that because we've talked a lot about this in the past, that you like to go to motivational seminars and you you follow leaders. And don't you feel by taking that time that that's just part of being a business owner, oh, part of being a business definitely. person? Well, you know, like you and I, we've been to Anthony Robbins seminars and yes, we walked have. across the hot coals. Yes, we have. <laughs> you know, it's... It didn't get burned. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I got to stop you there. I got to tell you that when I walked across the hot coals at a Anthony Robbins seminar in Long Beach, California, when I think about it, my feet get hot. Isn't that weird? Wow. It's it's something that when I think about that night that I walked on those hot rocks, my feet get uh, hot. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's kind of a mental thing. I just had to throw you that in there. You too big of socks on. <laughs> no, I think we were barefoot. Yeah, yeah we, we were, were barefoot. barefoot. Yeah. So, yeah, so those are real important. So do you like, so the typical day for you, do you start out with any... It, any motivational reading, or do you do it throughout the day? Or yeah, I read my Van D books right here. I got my little hand that you're going to autograph, ladies you and can't gentlemen. See him, but you. I am so <laughs> impressed. John brought with him two of my books of the five that, that I've I gave written. to staff, and he gave and he bought a bunch of them for me to give to his staff. So I encourage you to go to my website vandeep.com, <laughs> buy my books, and I'll autograph them for all of them. So there you go. So I appreciate you doing that. So. You know, John, we have a lot of the same philosophy and something you brought me today, which I love preaching about. You know, I teach at the local university entrepreneurship, I, a guest speaker. And John Magimelli brought this with him today because he knows that we both agree with it. If you hang around five confident people, you will be the sixth. If you hang around five intelligent people, you will be the sixth. If you hang around five millionaires... You will be the sixth. If you hang around five idiots, you will be the sixth. I want to tell you, it goes along to when I preach to young people. You're the average of the five people that you hang out with. I didn't create that. I learned that from I don't know how many speakers. Mm -hmm. But isn't that the truth? Yes. That we absorb and we, we can bring on other people's um, attitudes. Um, we can incorporate a lot of their bad habits without even knowing it. So it's important to surround yourself around the right people. Right. And don't you feel like that's been one of the key components to the success of creative is you've hired the right people? Oh, we hire the right people and those people motivate the other people that are in the salon. So that it's just a, it's a win-win situation. You know, and I always tell them I have two quotes that I always firmly believe in. You know, if you want to be successful, you've got to do things that unsuccessful people don't do. And to be successful, I think for younger people, this is really tough. But to be successful, you've got to be open to new ideas and accept change. And that's real hard for some of them to do, because especially when you say, you know, like some of the things that you've said in your book, you go do this and you do this and you, you meet people and you talk to people you know, for some people, that's real hard for them to do. They just feel it's under, it's not their comfort zone. They're, it's out of their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So I totally agree with both those. 
And you know something else, too, is it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, that you fold towels and you'll do things that you're not above anything. You'll do anything to help the function of creative hair design. And, but one of the things that I, I really admire about you, John, is I'll come into your shop and I'll see you back there cutting hair. And talk about leading by example. You're doing it. You're not just preaching for your stylists and your spa people and all those estheticians and all the experts that you have under that roof, but you're doing it also. And I admire that. I think that's pretty cool. Is that something you enjoy doing? Oh, it's great to enjoy it because, um, you know, like I said, it's not going to work. I enjoy what I'm doing, right. both behind the chair with my clients as well as with my employees or my colleagues or my people that are in the salon. And, you know, like dealing with the clients as a guest is even better because then I can talk to all of them or try to talk to all of them, which is kind of hard to do sometimes. Yeah. There's a lot of people coming in. <laughs> So. Yeah, and everybody wants to say hi to John Magimelli yeah. when they walk in. The poor guy's back there trying to do his job. So, you know, I, uh, you know, once again, the, we're, we're out of the same mold. And, you know, the more I've talked to over the last 30 years, the more I see how much we're alike. Is I'm still on the street selling houses. And, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to, to retire and sell my company back in 2009, but I realized I, I have to be on the streets because – if I'm going to be a good outside voice for companies, if I'm going to be a, gr a great motivational speaker for salespeople and business owners and leaders, I have to lead by example like you are. I enjoy being relevant. So I'm out there helping people in Omaha, Nebraska, buy and sell real estate. And I do it because, one, it's my love, just like you are with doing hair. I love doing it. Plus, it makes me better at helping others get to where they want to go because we're still doing it. Right. You know, there's so many people out there like you that's a business owner like me that's been a business owner also um, that you can preach what to do, but we're showing people what to do. We're leading by example. Yeah. Well, and that's why actually um, my daughter contacted you to have her Help. purchase her first house. Yeah, I love which it. Which means a lot to her because, you know, you could sell, you know, million dollar houses, but you're taking somebody and you're going to be helping her buy her first home, starter home, which is, you know, says a lot for you. Well, thank you. I love your daughter. Uh, I can't wait to get started helping her. And I tell you, I, this is going to sound weird. We make, as real estate professionals, a heck of a lot more money selling million-dollar homes. But my real satisfaction, those satisfy me, don't get me wrong. So if somebody's listening wants to sell her, please call me. But I get a, but I get a, <laughs> I get a real, real, uh, heartfelt charge out of helping first-time buyers. And I want to tell you why. This may sound a little cocky, but I'm not trying to be cocky. I know people that are helping first-time buyers may not, realtors may not give them all that they should have because it's a lower price. I am just the opposite. I take people that are first-time buyers. I want to educate them. I want their experience to be perfect. You know what I mean? Right. And so, and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm honored that you chose me to, to help your daughter, uh, that she chose me also to help your daughter. But so, you know, it's treating people right, any level. I know you guys at Creative Hair Design, um, if somebody's coming in for the for incredible amount of services or just a haircut, you're treating them all the same. Yes. 
And that's bottom line. And you know, ladies and gentlemen that are listening to this podcast, you know, we want to give our business, we worked hard to make money and to be able to, to, to go and give business to people. Give your business to good humans that want to do business with you and want to treat you uh, like you should be treated. Very well said. John, John, is there anything in our closing minutes? Is, uh, is there anything at all that we should know? Is there some, are you, are you, so you're expanding, you said, the creative hair, or you just expanded no, we, to 18? We, we just expanded. Yep, just finished okay. that off. Well, you should be done um, for a while. Yeah, you? I'll be done for a while. <laughs> so yeah. what's the most number of people you've ever had working with you at Creative Hair Design? Is it... Well, we've been, uh, we just keep, we've just kept growing, you know, so, you know, 94 right now is our top number, but, you know, it's never been any higher than that yet, but yeah. we keep growing. But uh, With 18,000 feet, you're probably, yeah, right. probably going to break 100. You know, well, in this business, <laughs> it's, it's just a great business to be in if you got great people like we have, because we've grown every year since 1982. Every year, every month has been greater than the previous year, previous month, so... That's that's really nice to say. But John, that's not normal in your industry. No, it's not. I mean, I know salons that you see they're for sale all the time. Yeah. And the average hairdresser stays maybe two years at a salon, but we've had people that had, you know, huge amount of uh, time with us. So it's it's great, you yeah. know. But you know, we're doing things like we we also run it like a business. We also run it like a corporation. You know, like we have so we have all the benefits that people would expect in a company, but they also have all the freedom of flexibilities and schedules. Um, you know, from four hundred ones to profit sharing plans to you know pay flex to childcare programs to traveling educational programs and educational coming in. And so we do a lot. You know, something you said in the very beginning is you treat people like you would want to be treated. Yeah. And when you have that philosophy, um, it's like I'm, I don't believe in junk fees in real estate. I tell my customers, I'm not going to charge you these junk fees because I won't charge my customers something I wouldn't be willing to pay. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with you. You want to treat your customers the way that you would want to be treated, and you want to treat your team members the way you would want to be treated. Yep. John, tell my audience, please. Uh, if they want to get any services from esthetician, massage, anything at all, um, hair, I, and there's so many things you do, and because I my hair is short and I don't need a lot of services, oh, you got hair, and I don't. <laughs> can't see that on the. You can't see it on the podcast. As far as people but know, like, you got long like curly hair, John. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me what what uh, what's the best way for people to make an appointment? Uh, at best is to call the salon at um, area code four zero two. Three three zero five six six zero, and any of our team members up at the front will be able to glad to help you. We've got ten full time receptionists to take care of all the calls. Uh, our website, you can look at our website. It's www.creativehairdesign.com. Awesome, and I encourage everybody to experience experience whether it's a big wedding you have coming up, or it's a it's a fancy event you're going to, or just just your basic needs for your for your. Uh, uh, to look great, um, creative hair design, salon and spa. I'm a big fan. And John Maggimelli, uh, the owner of uh, of the business, who's been our guest today. And I'm just grateful that you you took time to be with us. I love your business philosophy. I'm I'm fortunate that I get to see it in action once every couple weeks when I come to your facility. And um, I'm a big fan of yours, and I'm a big fan of what you've done with your uh, company. So. 
So thanks for being my guest today, John. Thank you. Very much a privilege. You betcha. Okay, everybody, thanks for listening to this podcast. So don't forget, please subscribe. Please, please subscribe to my podcast. Uh, rate and review. And um, uh, I hope you listen to the next one. Thank you. A Parkville Media Production.